This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, December the 21st, 2015. Hey, good morning and welcome to the show. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Monday. Wealth insurance, the physical delivery of gold and silver. Hey, give us a call, one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and the lovely Wendy will be there to answer your phone calls, answer your questions, and just help you out in any way she can. Or you can go check us out at allamericangold dot com. Not only can you order online, but you can hang out with that tinfoil nation. My name's Homer, Homer Lopez, and I'm here to tell you that this show is brought to you by the owner of the company, the CEO. His name's Joe Jaquin. He's the guy who financially backs this show. So, if you don't like what you hear, it's all on him. If you like what you hear, it's all on him. He does the research. He does all the work. He gets here nice and early in the morning so that you can be up to date on what's going on in the financial market. And guess what? He's going to deliver that news with attitude and conviction. Joe, how are you this morning? Hope you had a great weekend. Well, everybody, it's it's a holiday week, so today and tomorrow are going to be our final two shows before Christmas, and then we'll wrap up a few shows the following week before New Year's, so everything's going to be uh, very short in time horizons, and I hope all of you do what's the most important thing, uh, which is spending time with loved ones and family and I know I'm super excited. My mom is coming. She's flying in from Syracuse as we speak. And when she get into town today? Yeah, she gets in today. And you know, it's a funny that must, thing. That explains the grin on your face. Mom is cooking. You're gonna get a hug from your mom. They're just not. Cause you haven't seen her in how long? A couple of years. Cause yeah. she normally comes here all the time. But uh, I have three brothers, and about. Once every four or five years, my mom feels guilty and or one of my brothers starts crying and she'll go spend Christmas with one of them. But it's almost always with us because I'm the best one. Of course you are. And, and you know, the funny thing is, is growing up, me and my mom, we battled. You know, well, we... You were the pill of the group. Yeah, we, we did a lot of battling, me and my mom and... uh and now, I, I would say of all my brothers, we're probably the closest. So how about that? Nice. Yeah. I, I, so, that's, that's a lovely holiday story you just shared with everybody. So we're super excited. You're She's, a guy I, who loves his mom. I, <laughs> I do all of it, but I'm not a mama's boy. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, you haven't seen Maybe her in I two years. So. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw her the last time you saw her. Of course you did. She was, she was right in here in the office. She'll be here. Soup. She'll be in here tomorrow. She'll That's be awesome. in here tomorrow, That's so fantastic. Grandma Linda is on her way, and, it, and it's super exciting. And on the bad note, Homer's got a whole harem of people heading his way. You know so what that means, man. You're going to be sick. They just bring their disease with them. If I go to Idaho, I come back, I'm sick. If they come to visit me, when they leave, I'm sick. It's just that influenza they give me. I don't know how else to put it. Every time it is amazing. You know, yesterday, I got to tell you, had a gr- just a great day yesterday. We had, we like to call it Family Fun Day. And it's a, you know, one of those things over the years that has evolved when 
my two boys, and when me and my wife say it's family fun day, yeah, that means... You get to do nothing else. We right. all are going to do something we're, together. We're hanging out. The phones are down. The computers are off. And and we're doing activities together. And, and yesterday, uh, we went up to, to Black Canyon City. We did some target shooting, you know, just ready to, to be prepared. Just in case, as Sheriff Joe pulled out the Chinquit family arsenal. Yeah, you know, we we pulled out the arsenal, and, and then we added to it. Though you know, we 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 had a contest because we're competitive, and and uh, I talked a lot of trash. I'm not going to lie. Really, you talked, talked a trash? lot of trash. That's shocking about how I was going to dominate, and we had a whole thing set, kind of like an Olympics. Like it? Yeah, we had the target shooting. Uh, we did hatchet throwing and we also did some archery and and it was just great fun grizzly adams ladies and gentlemen look grizzly adams in front of me here the only thing missing is the beard right and so we went out and we started with what i thought would be the hardest one the hatchet right start throw the hatchets and and my first two throws i mean i stuck them bam bam but i was really starting to elevate the trash talk and then I, that third one, I had a little bit of trouble. Bounced off a few times. I backed it up, and and I stuck one from about 15 feet to get the third one in. And that was the kind of the the name of the game. And then my 16 year old strolled up there, cool as a cucumber. Oh, uh, the other side of the pillow, and just stuck them all. Boom, 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 and and so it started off poorly. Uh, and it didn't really get any better for me. I mean, my my next best event was definitely the archery, you know. And, I, and uh, I've shot some bows before. Not a lot. I'm not a super skilled bowsman, but I've got some experience. And we had the hay bale and and had the the soda can, right? And and I really clustered mine well. My aim was unfortunately was a little uh, right of the can. But, but but you had a nice grouping. Yes. My grouping was protected. Your grouping is lovely. Well, let me, let me just tell you, I love that you guys went bow fish. I mean, uh, uh, did your bow, whatever, you know, what, what was your target, apples off your kid's head? Right. I don't know. <laughs> but I, it just reminds me, I remember being a kid in Idaho, and to this day people still do it, is we go bow fishing. Well, I and think you, that, wow, that sounds you really stand, hard. You, 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 you've got your, your tie to your bow. And you stand over a creek, and I just remember standing over a creek and just watching the stream go, releasing, pulling that arrow up and having three fish on one arrow. It's just a blast. And you, I mean, whether you're off a bridge, whether you're at the dam up in Idaho, hey, man, it sounds to me like good, solid fun. It's just just good fun. Happy Family Fun Day to everybody. Patriot Radio News Hour. We've got a great show for you. Don't worry about it. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Gold's up 13 and change again this morning, uh, 1,079. Silver uh, up about 20 cents, $14.27 as, well, just like we kind of called it. It looks like the top of the dollar is in. Uh, no one's really buying 
the rate hike of the Federal Reserve and their claimed competence. Uh, I will tell you that that I'm uh, super excited, just so excited. Uh, not only is my mom coming, but just a great day of family fun yesterday. And I did learn something. I'm going to say this. If I had to be called into action, I'm going to be aiming lower because I was a tad high. Well, your Kentucky wind, did, did, did that come into play? Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. If it came to that, you don't want my 16-year-old son being the guy because he's going to get you. Uh, yeah? He, yeah, he won. He, he Did I? He took three out of the four competitions, and then my, my 13-year-old won the, the, the bow competition, and he wastes no time. I mean, you know, I'm trying to be cool, get your aiming together, get your breathing together, all of that stuff. And and my youngest, he just goes up there. He starts blasting. You know what your youngest is doing, right? He's just letting his eyes just his hand his, do the work. And he's of the of the group. You know, we're competitive. My wife. I mean, we all did it. Now, we all you know did the who's going to finish what. You know me. I was like, I'm going to win. Sure. And we all. I think the boys. We unanimously picked my wife to be last. And well, she, that was nice of you guys. Yeah. You know, and she did exactly what we expected her to do. So so she finished last in the whole thing. Uh, Joey won it all. My youngest came in second. I I, I got uh, I got third place. It was pretty. It was a bad showing for Dad. Wow, nice job. I'm gonna have to go and practice without them now. I know I wasn't there, but I'm almost certain knowing you. You let them win. <laughs> what you told them. Oh, come on! I let you. Let me win. tell you right now, there are parents out there that do this. I'm not one of those. What? I didn't let you. Didn't tell them I let you in. Now I may have said that I let them win, but I didn't. There you go. And actually, I I took it poorly. I'm just going to say that I I admit it. I took it poorly, and uh, I wasn't very happy about it. But. Did you see, I don't know if you saw it, and I didn't see it live, but I saw it this morning. Uh, the, the CEO of Apple was on 60 Minutes. I don't know, did you see this? Well, the Cardinals were playing last night, so there wasn't a chance I was watching 60 Minutes during that game. By the way, way to go, Cardinals. You know what I needed? I needed Steve Harvey to be at our competition instead of at the Miss America <laughs> thing, because then he could have said that I was the winner. Oh, yeah, but then he would have embarrassed you in front of the world. And taking away that fashion crown on your head and giving it to giving it to Miss Philippines. That's if, if you haven't, if you don't know what that reference is about, just go online. You'll see it. Apparently, Miss Universe Fiasco. He said the wrong name. Apparently, and then after they crowned I mean, her she, and everything, did she do like the wave and the oh thank you? As she was getting ready to, he goes, "Oh wait, oh my bad. Uh, I'm sorry, you're not the winner." Exactly. I'm telling you, I think it's like he dribbled his drink out his mouth. He was so embarrassed. I, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm a big Steve Harvey fan because he does Family Feud now, and I love that oh, yeah, show. Yeah. So uh, I feel terrible. That's horrible, but. Uh, Tim Cook, he was out on 60 Minutes last night, and they were talking about jobs. And, of course, you know, they, they want to tell us that it's companies like Apple and the like are 
the ones that are going to lead America into, you know, the the future, if you will. And so they, I guess they had him out there and, and were asking him questions about Apple, and then it, it came up. And, and I'm sorry, I'm writing a note for Homer to give to Wendy. And uh, the question was, why it was that Apple makes all of their products in China. And obviously, we all know the answer. The answer is really simple. The reason why they make all their stuff in China is because it's cheaper. The reason why it's cheaper is because Long before Tim Cook ever became the CEO of Apple, these super wealthy business people, along with their super wealthy bankers, and listen, there's nothing wrong with being super wealthy. Matter of fact, I aspire to be that. Doesn't it has <laughs> not really worked out for me. We do okay, but super wealthy—that's a whole different level of wealth. You know what I'm saying? These are guys that, if they lost a million dollars, probably wouldn't even know it, okay? They had somehow convinced all of our elected officials. And really, if you think about it, i got to add a step. You've got the bankers, okay? You've got the people that control the media. And then you've got big business CEOs, the heavy hitters, you know, the guys that can fund your re-election campaign, okay? Because let's face it, we all know, just to even be something like a lowly representative for your state costs millions of dollars. If you want to be president, well... You got to find people that have billions of dollars to help you do that. Somewhere, and and I, and 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 it's hard to put your finger on it. You know, all of us know we hit an, our industrial peak in the seventies, and right around that time, how did we lose it? How did it go away? And they had changed all the laws. You know, we used to way back, I don't know, go back to ancient times. You know, we used to fund the federal government with the tariffs that we charged other countries for bringing products into the United States. That's how the government was funded? Uh, uh, yeah. There was no, it wasn't funded. It was a lot smaller right, government. Right. It wasn't funded by the taxpayers. It wasn't funded by the people or the people. Funded with tariffs. And, of course, now, if you don't buy into free trade, you're a communist. You really are. You're some kind of is. <laughs> but you are, something is wrong with you if you don't espouse to these quote-unquote free trade. Now, it's not free. And we're trading with, you know, here's the point, we're actually trading with the communists. 
And, and it's nothing really more than, let's call it what it is, corporate welfare. That's what it is. Right? Apple builds all of its stuff in China because we unknowingly got duped into buying their stock and buying mutual funds and buying stocks in the big banks so they could actually fund building all of these factories somewhere else. Now, back in the 60s and the 70s, nobody did that. Why do you think it is, Tim Cook, that nobody built stuff in China and sent it over here? Nobody built stuff in Mexico and sent it over here. See, there are things, they're called laws. You could do it. Nobody was going to stop you. But as soon as that truck or that boat, that cargo container hit our shores, we had a nice little fee for you that you didn't want to employ an American. And we've gotten rid of all of those. But that's not how Tim Cook answered that question. I mean, he could have just come right out and said, hey, listen, we build it over there because uh, they work for a lot less. Uh, we, we've got, I wouldn't call it slave labor, but let's just call it right next to it. <laughs> right next to it. You know, we make all those people. Now, we don't own the company, but we, in, we do business with a company that employs the people that make all our stuff. Because Qualcomm, I think it's Qualcomm or Foxconn, Foxconn, I'm sorry, sorry Qualcomm, not you, wrong company. Foxconn is the one that does all the, all the making of the Apple gear. You know all their employees live right there where the plant is? You know that? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You stay right here. You'll work when we tell you to. But apparently, Tim Cook said that's not the reason. No. No, it just comes down to the Chinese got more skill. Really? That's what he said. It's skill. They have more skills than American workers. Is this what he was trying to say? More skills than uh, the German worker? I don't. You know, this is this was. Uh, by the way, Charlie Rose was doing the interview with him. The United States, over time, according to Tim Cook, began to stop having many vocational kind of skills. See, it's not my fault. <laughs> we just stopped having them. See, here's what happened all of a sudden. I don't know what happened, but we just stopped having the skill. No, that's not what happened. What happened is we changed all the laws to allow your companies to go build build products with right next to slave labor and unemployed Americans. That's what happened. We didn't lose the skill. And in the process, you know what these companies did? They boxed it all up. They didn't just move the plant. 
right? They didn't go over there and, and, and build a big building with four walls. They disassembled all of the machinery needed and sent it somewhere else. So Tim Cook is right about this. The machinery needed to even build this stuff doesn't even exist in America. It's gone. But he says, you can take every tool and die maker in the United States. This is Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. Put them in a room that we're currently sitting in. And that would be every one of them. Now, I don't know how big the room he was in. But according to to the CEO of Apple, we have no more tool and die makers in the United States. But if you go to China, they've got multiple football fields full of these people. How do you think they got there? You think the Chinese did it? They didn't do it. They were still in the rice field on oxen. We gave it to them. In the interview, he was talking about uh, allegations of Apple being a tax avoider, which they are. Let's call it what it is. He says it's total crap. It's not. But on this Christmas holiday, as we wonder why it is that America can't grow... The CEO of Apple let us all know we gave it away. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. You know, I got one question for Tim Cook. So you're telling me that if the skill actually existed here, you would build it here? That's a good question. That, right? That's a great question. I'd love to have a tool die maker call up and, uh, Tim Cook and say, hey, you know what? I can make some. Right? And, and I just want all of you to understand why it is that this happened. Because he is right about this. Let's, I mean, let's not mistake it. He's correct. Right this second, it would be impossible or not very practical for Apple to make phones here in the United States. Because it's too expensive. Let's, that's the real reason. The labor but, expense. But they have done a great job. And listen, you've got to remember, we've got to give credit where credit is due. These guys, they're genius. The bankers wanted this because, hey, China can't go out and build these factories. They need to borrow the money. We want to make sure they borrow it from who? Our bank. There you go. And one of the things that we've learned as we've been going through the creature of Jekyll Island, the things the bank really wanted the most was to have the government borrow from them. And who better than the communist government? Because they, they'll do all the borrowing. See, in America, and it's getting less and less so, but... It only feels like things are privately owned, right? Especially the banks. But you'd have to deal with individual businesses. That could be a hassle. 
just deal with the government. Simple. So the banks wanted it because they wanted to loan money. Businesses wanted it because building stuff in America was expensive. Of course, why is it expensive? Because we've got the Federal Reserve. They're on a campaign for, and they just come right out. You know, they just use a word called inflation. Everyone, everyone's head starts hurting. Inflation, what's that? I don't know what it is. I don't even know what it is. What? What? Well, look over there. Oh, is that a bird? Right? Nobody wants to talk about it. The media, they actually, they're in on it. They love it. Bad American. How dare you? You don't want those jobs. <laughs> they would have you believe. Ellen Greenspan, we don't want those jobs. Now all of a sudden, here's Janet yelling out last week and, and doing her Pinocchio impersonation, right? Could you just see her nose growing? Oh, no, we're not doing this because we're desperate. Pathological <laughs> Pinocchio? Right. No, we believe in this economy. No, she doesn't. See, one of the things about history that's so great is you can actually go back and look at different periods of time. And people are fascinated. And I know that every time you're flipping through the channel, you're on like the Discovery Channel or the History Channel, and they're doing something about like the Roman Empire, right, or the Greeks, or maybe it was France and England, Germany, and you're watching and you start thinking, whatever happened to those guys? Right? I mean, what, they just disappeared one day? That was just the Mayans, right? There, no one knows what happened to those guys. They just left. Is that right? I, my history, I think they're... One of those. Aztecs, Mayans? Uh, yeah, you're, you're on One of those, they just... They, who knows? Right? Yeah, I think they're in one of the pyramids. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> who knows where they are? They're on some spaceship. Right. <laughs> the aliens did it. They lost. They lost all of their financial strength, and they lost all of their industrial power because the the countries that always end up winning are the ones that have taken over the industrialization of the rest of the world. And the country that used to have it that lost it. It always is the same way. They debased the money. Then in order to try to support the the debt, they got to have this growth and they got to have profits and they come up with all of these schemes and the next thing you know, they start giving stuff away out of desperation. And that's where we're at. You look at these companies that they now say are going to lead us, right? Apple doesn't make anything here. Right? They got some offices here, but on the vast majority of their stuff done somewhere else. Google? <laughs> Facebook? Well, it's not like those are tangible products. That's just an online search engine, right? It, nothing's made here. It's not tangible. It just doesn't work. And, and this is why when you sit there and you see Janet Yellen, I don't understand it. I read this in the book. This isn't how it's supposed to work. Yeah, it is. 
It's called history. Read some. That's why you have somebody. You know what? We got to start winning again. That means we got to stop giving it all away. But that's one of those things that, you know, once you've reached that point, that critical mass point, there's no turning back, and that's where we're at. And this is why, you know, it's so funny because we sit there and you think about a simple thought. Not a single country, not ever once, has ever lasted, at least financially lasted, after it's gone off the gold center. It's never happened. 5,000 years ago, there was two things that were considered money, gold and silver. Everything else, gone. Right? Barter. That's still around. Right? You can do black market stuff. That's still around. Gold's well, still around. Silver's still around. Well, it's just really tough to go down to Fry's or Walmart and turn in two possums for a loaf of bread. I don't know. A possum skin <laughs> or, you know, it's just it's, it's a tougher thing to do these days. When we get back, we're going to play Peter Schiff in his comments uh, last week after the Fed rate hike and really put things into perspective about what where we're really heading. Okay, and this is why, quite honestly, I think most of you listen to this show because you understand that, you know, there's some mistakes, they're non-lethal. Unfortunately for us, America is in the midst of lethal mistakes. I mean, we just saw it uh, with our elected officials. Ah, you know, we tried to be financially responsible. I mean, we really gave it our best effort. I mean, we ran some deficits that were only half a trillion dollars, at least the ones we told you about, right? 400 and something billion. Of course, the real numbers were much greater than that. But we tried our best. It's just not working. We're going to go back. Let's spend it all. Patriot Radio News Hour. Peter Schiff coming up next. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour on a Monday. Man, am I really? I, I will say this: I haven't been this fired up about an, a CEO just coming out and spewing ridiculousness at its finest, talking about, "Oh no, we'd love to build for we'd do it, but you know, we just don't have the skill here. The Chinese got it. really." Who gave it to him? Mr. Cook? Huh? Is it a dexterity thing? Smaller hands, smaller feet? Do they work in really small, tiny areas? Is that what it is? You can't be over five foot two? Explain something to me. How is it they have all the skill? How'd they get it? How'd they get it? What What is it that's so spectacular about their skill set? Oh, do you have to speak Chinese? Oh, we speak English? That's why we're shipping them over there? You gotta work for nothing? Maybe is that the is that skill? What the skill is that set the is? skill? The skill set is they'll work for nothing. Here's Peter Schiff talking about the Fed rate hike and what possibly could go wrong. 
Your reaction? The Fed did raise rates, and the market isn't collapsing. Well, first of all, it just happened yesterday, so you got to give it some time. It's not going to happen in one day. But, you know, when the year began, everybody thought the Fed was going to raise rates earlier in the year. People thought March. People thought June. I kept saying the Fed wasn't going to raise. The Fed wasn't going to raise. And then by the end of the year, right, with two weeks left in the year, I think the Fed thought they had backed themselves into a corner. Everybody believed that if the Fed didn't raise rates, it would show that they had no confidence in the economy. So I think symbolically, just to kind of show they have confidence in an economy that they should have no confidence in, they raised rates to 25 basis points. And really, I don't even think it's a 25 basis point raise. Because if you look at where rates were, the new range is between 25 and 50. If the Fed targets the low end of that range, it might really be 10 or 15 basis points that they're trying to pull off. But I think the rest is back to the bluff. They're not going to raise rates four times in, in 2016, not even close. I mean, we're already almost in a brand new recession, and I don't even think the last recovery was even genuine. But if you look at all the economic data points that have come out, and there was horrible data that was released yesterday that everybody ignored in manufacturing. More horrible data today on our current account deficit, on the Philly Fed. We are rapidly going into recession again. And normally, when the Fed first starts raising interest rates, it's when a recovery is just getting going. So you have a lot of momentum in the economy. You have a lot of pent-up demand. This recovery is already over. And now the Fed is trying to raise rates. They're going to quickly have to reverse course next year. They're going to take rates into negative territory, not just uh, real rates, but nominal rates. And they're going to do QE4, and it's going to be bigger than ever. Wow, Peter, you're talking a, a lot of big talk here. The first piece of it, uh, the word recession. When do you think that happens, triggered by this rate hike? Well, you know, remember, the Great Recession started in December of 2007. Mid-2008, the Federal Reserve still didn't have a recession in its forecast, even though we were knee-deep in it. I remember going on television shows in early to mid-2008, talking about how weak the economy was, and nobody believed me. So I think the economy could already be there, certainly if the government measured it honestly it is, but I think we can have a very weak GDP number in the fourth quarter. In the first quarter, we can easily have a negative number. You know, the Christmas sales are going to be horrible. It's already off probably to the worst of Christmas season since 2008, 2009. Businesses are loaded up on inventories, and they're also loaded up on employees that they don't need. So I think a lot of layoffs are coming early in the new year. I've been saying this for some time, and I think I'm going to be vindicated. And so Janet Yellen is theoretically raising interest rates just as unemployment has hit its lows, and now it's going to be moving up. Okay, so I just want to follow along with your school of thought here. Um, if that's the case that you just described, is that what triggers uh, the Fed to come back in, reverse course, as you're suggesting, and take us into negative territory? Yeah, I think when the layoffs start and we start to see some negative non-farm payroll prints, meanwhile, manufacturing is already in a recession, and that's just going to get worse. And obviously, this rate hike and the, the belief that the Fed has got more coming is just going to accelerate this process. You know, you don't find out about all the mistakes that were made until the Fed tries to remove the stimulus. We have had seven years of 0% interest rates, and the damage that the Fed has done to this economy is immense. It's much greater than what was done under Alan Greenspan, and that gave us the 2008 financial crisis. So you can only imagine what lies ahead as a result of what the Federal Reserve has done to us this time. You know, you start thinking about what Peter Schiff just said, talking about it a myth. There is no recovery, specifically talking about manufacturing and industrial production. 
You know, they'd like you to believe that somehow we can have an economy built upon your Facebook status. That's what they think. Somehow we're going to have the the future of America is going to rely upon your Facebook status or your iPhone that you somehow, I don't know, tells you exactly what to do and when to do it. Don't think we'll do the thinking for you, right? Isn't that how we got into this mess? Is somehow we thought we didn't have to think anymore. And now we sit here and we're talking about a rate hike. And I've been saying it the whole time. I've never, the Fed has never done this before. Talking about industrial production negative. You talk about, well, they did it one time. I told you, 1985. Guess what, 1986, they were going back the other way again because they had messed it up. Peter Schiff talking about, there's been no recovery. They've just covered it up. They just covered it up with money. You look at the fact that where did what happened to 20-plus million people? They disappeared out of the labor force. They ended up on food stamps. Before the recession, there was 20 million people on food stamps. Now there's 45. I know exactly where they went. And now, are the great layoffs coming? Boy, it sure does look that way, doesn't it? Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour, the Dow just went negative again. You know, it's so funny that Peter Schiff started the time. The Dow hasn't fallen. And he's like, well, not yet. Uh, it's only been a day. It's fallen every day. <laughs> His little interviewer there was trying to be a critic with him. and try, well, well, What makes you feel that way? What makes you think? I, you know what? He's always faced that. Yeah, the Dow was up 150 points this morning, uh, just went negative. It's down six. Uh, gold's up $14. In change, a thousand and eighty. This is right where you know. I thought a thousand eight was going to be the bottom. Apparently, I was off. It's going to be. It looks like a thousand fifty. Uh, but when you start really looking at the data and you separate all this other nonsense, hope and expectations. You know, I like to deal in realities, and the realities are that this is the the end of whatever recovery we had. And when you take away the stimulus, we're all going to find out that that's all we really had. And I think this is where you're going to see, and this is why I said I think the rate hike is exactly what gold needed. Because now we're going to find out as the tide goes out who's got their clothes on and who doesn't. And, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people are going to get devastated again, just like the last time around in the financial crisis. Uh, today's special, U.S. $20 liberties, 
Listen, we're, we're coming in here. We got less than about 48 hours before we head home for the Christmas holidays. U.S. $20 gold pieces, $1,265. $1,265 if you buy 20 or more. And that's $1,250. If you go out to allamericangold.com, you'll notice we have the platinum maple leaves. The the Canadian Mint was behind the Bullion Bank. They're supposed to get them this week. They haven't gotten there yet, but they're coming, and then we'll get them out to you right after the holidays. Uh, for those of you that ordered uh, your platinum, uh, other than that, pretty much everything was shipped. If you paid before uh, the middle of last week, you're gone. And then everything else will ship. We'll ship one time, most likely in between Christmas and New Year's. And then we won't ship again until right after uh, New Year's. For those of you uh, waiting on U.S. Silver Eagles, um, three weeks. Looks like about three weeks from today uh, we'll be able to start taking orders for the 2016th. I will tell you, if you are looking for Silver Eagles, call us. It's a day-to-day thing. It's going to be very limited. Maybe you can lock a few rolls or a case here or there, and then uh, maybe you can't. And it just really is going to be phone call by phone call, day by day, hour by hour, because the Mint's done making them. The bullion banks are all sold out, so if someone sells to them, then maybe they'll have some. Uh, But otherwise, about three more weeks before we see pre-orders on U.S. Silver Eagles uh, but if you're looking to get in here near the bottom of this gold market, U.S. $20 gold pieces, 1 through 19, 12, 65, 20 or more at 1250 We've got one more show before Christmas. Everybody, I hope you enjoy that. Spend time with your family and loved ones. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. Patriot Radio News Hour, one more show this week.